mercy and grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 347 of There's No Place Like Terra, Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I am Nixie. And I am Grace. And yay, we are recording. I have levels. Uh, <laughs> today we are watching SG Universe. Yes. Season 2. Yes. Episode 9. Uh-huh. Visitation. Yeah. A.K.A. I see dead people. <laughs> I told you it was the most cliche, most obvious, AKA. Here's why it's great, though, because it's a double entendre, because it's I see yeah. dead people, but it's also icy. Yeah. Like cold mm-hmm. dead people. I see dead people. <laughs> I see dead people. Ouch. Yeah. That's that's my brilliant AKA. I'm not going to waste any time because we don't have all of the hours in the day. No. Tell me about Ahsoka. Okay, so I have two things, both Star Wars related, to gush about. The first one is obviously Ahsoka. Uh I'm going to leave this non-spoilery. Yeah. With the exception of, if if you have not seen Ahsoka yet, first of all, just literally pause this and go watch Ahsoka if you have Disney+. Plus. Secondly, if you have not seen Ahsoka and you have not seen Rebels, you can still watch Ahsoka having not seen Rebels. I would maybe just go, hey, spend five minutes on the wiki article. Yeah. I recommend watching a little bit. Oh, the, I have, I always recommend watching a little bit. Way, I'm just saying The way you if made you me watch a couple of episodes here and there. Yes. I will say it made it... A lot more enjoyable to be like, hey, that's blah blah. This is just if you oh, don't hey, have the time. Blah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. I actually would highly recommend even more so, um, because I've given these two people props before, so I'm just gonna do it again. Um, House of R oh, did right. two um prep episodes. The second one was like the top of mo- top Ahsoka moments that you should watch. But the first one was actually um, episode key episodes for each character, like one episode for each character to like get caught up I on. I love they are. this. Yeah, uh, it was a great episode, and in fact, they tell you basically you don't have to watch it. They'll tell you the key parts from those Perfect. episodes. Perfect. Um, I loved it. Yep, I really loved it. Um, we've seen probably eighty percent of all the footage from the trailers. In just the first two episodes. I never makes watched me... the trailers, which made me pretty happy. Well, this actually makes me excited to see what the next six episodes are because okay. we've seen almost all the footage. Right, because there's nothing left. There's in very trailers. little. I see, I see, I see. Um, Rosario Dawson has this character down. She's kind. Of, she's great. Yeah. To the little looks, to how she folds her arms, even more so. And I know they did all. The her leku, like her headpiece, is yeah. a completely different technology than when she was on Mandalorian. They're using three oh, cool. D printing styles that didn't exist wow. the first time we saw her in live action. So those are even like That's more the natural. That her twilink, yeah, twi- twilink. She's she is not a twilink. That is Hera. Oh right, yeah. Okay. Um. Um. But anyways, it's here's the thing about this series. Mm-hmm. Mandalorian didn't have this problem. I don't even think Andor had this problem. Ahsoka is starting 
mid-story. Yeah. And so not only, this is not an origin story. This is not, hey, we're redoing her story in the way that comic book movies frequently do. This is you're coming into a character who we have 15 years of experience with. We first met her when she was 14 years old. Yeah. And except for an episode of Mandalorian and a part of an episode of Book of Boba Fett, this is still essentially her premiere in live action. Well, this is almost like um, this like secret myth. I realize that all of this is a mythology, but yeah. she's within the mythology, a yeah. mythological creature. Like she no is. one quite knows. No. And so they had to do this really difficult thing with this series mm-hmm. is because this involves a almost all the characters i'll yeah. say from rebels we have a few we haven't seen yet they're having to create a story that pays off and and those who love rebels those who know these characters don't feel like we're restarting this that we're being told information over and over again yeah yeah we're not watching batman's parents die again exactly comes batman yeah but you still need to hit enough beats so that someone who (laughs) (laughs) those you have to you have to hit enough beats to those people who have never met these characters before understand who sabine is understand who hera is understands yeah you know who ezra is who thrawn is and these type of things and even if they don't understand them to the level that the people who know them do they no. know okay this is an important person exactly yeah and what's interesting is we're watching this story and there are i i don't even want to mention the specifics because i i really want to keep it spoiler free but there are major storylines between characters yeah like ahsoka and sabine that those of us who have been following them that know everything relationships in place already that we didn't know about yeah there are things that have been happening the past how many years? I would say I wouldn't say since Rebels end, but between the end of the Rebel storyline and the jump ahead flash forward that you see at the end of yeah. Rebels that we didn't know about. Yeah. There the final scene of Rebels is essentially recreated in live action with entirely different meaning than we originally had it in. Ooh. The context is shifted. Okay. Remind me to ask you that specific which specific it's, scene it is, because I don't want to spoil things. No, it's fine. It's the end. It's it's essentially the end of the second episode. Okay. When Ahsoka uh, comes. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yep. So the first time Ahsoka ri- arrives on Lethal, mm-hmm. that is in the end of Rebels. Yeah. But then we think the end of episode two. Yeah. Where Ahsoka and Sabine leave immediately follows that. Got we didn't it. know. But we weren't certain. There are all of this action that happens in the middle. Yeah. Okay. So um, they're doing, I think, there's no way I could imagine them doing a better job of serving both those fans yeah those of us who like me know ahsoka yeah know the rebels crew you know as looking for jason sandula in the background okay (laughs) and those people who don't know who jason sandula is yeah have never met chopper before which again chopper is the fucking best and one of my top three droids in all of star wars pretty cool guy 
it's so beautifully done. I think everyone is doing an amazing job. They know these, I think they have these characters down because these are not the characters that were in Rebels. These are these characters how many years later? Mm-hmm. They've had, how much of those characters change within Rebels? Well, we've had more than the time span that that series lasted in between the last time we saw them and now. Yeah. And I'll say, looking at this from a lens of someone who is not so deeply involved in the lore. Yeah. Really not at all. It's funny. I'm not very deeply involved in the lore. However, I watched it with (laughs) husband Jesse, Uh who knows way more Star Wars lore than I do. But in this series, I'm like, oh, that's blah, blah. Yeah. Oh. And he's like, who's that? And I'm like, oh, you'll find out. (laughs) Oh, the chicken kitties? Yes, they're everywhere. We love them. Um, But uh, what I love is stepping into this of the story about this person Mm -hmm. and whatever this deep-seated pain is that they have and how they have to move through it. Yeah. And this, essentially, this woman's attempt to hide herself. I love the metaphor of she's hooded like every other Jedi is hooded to conceal themselves. There's no fucking concealing her. No, there's not. There's no concealing who you are. Like, and, and to me, that's, there's something so telling in that small move yeah because it's like every other jedi fucking throws a hood over of their course head. you don't know what that fuck is under there exactly you always know it's her there yeah. is no it's just like when will my reflection show who i am inside <laughs> like this is disney princess shit it is i also feel like she has gotten to the point in in this series she's still answering to the call sign fulcrum because always yeah um where she's like there's a little bit of I don't give a shit about hiding. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's a little bit of that. Um, there's a little bit of like, I'm just going to do my shit. Yeah. You know what's funny is, here's the part that made me the most excited to know that Jesse didn't know, is he didn't even know about her blades. Oh, yeah. He's like, wait, she's got a short and a long. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. All the cool kids know that. He goes, that's a very specific fighting style. It is. Because he knows all of the martial arts things yeah. in the world. She has a shoto blade. And it's... I was like, yeah, boy. Listen, <laughs> all I know is I'm going to see him later today. And I'm going to be like, ask me all of your Ahsoka questions. Yeah. I will answer all of them. Forever. And then we will go find <laughs> Mechanome. Oh, it's, it's a whole different story. Um, <laughs> but we're here to talk story. I just did want, I wanted to give some space for I that. could continue talking about Ahsoka and I'm going to stop. And I really think that when this series is done, I'm going to have to have a tangent cast we where I just will. gush about when Ahsoka. This ser- when this season, yeah. series, whatever. There is one other Star Wars thing I have oh, to share. Oh, yeah. So um, here's the thing. Uh, I'm notoriously shit at poker. Yep. Because I have absolutely no poker face mm-hmm. but we've also learned that through the how many fucking years that we've been doing this podcast yeah. my poker face has gotten better because yeah. i need to blatantly I feel hide like it's emotions unfair to say that you are shit appropriate maybe you were once upon a time that's well so yeah but the ongoing joke is that i'm sure. shit at poker because yeah. i have difficulty lying yeah um but again i've gotten better i hid half of a cruise from you you did successfully yep. for for many months so last night, <laughs> Nick's buddy has plays, runs, I don't know, a Sabak League. <laughs> so if you don't know, Sabak is, for lack of a better term, Star Wars poker. Yeah, watch Solo and then it'll make sense. Yes. 
Um, it's all over. It's literally how he won the Millennium Falcon mm-hmm. from Lando Calrissian. So um, Nick is like, you can if you come, you can dress up. And I was like, okay. So I throw together a last minute Jedi costume. Yeah. Complete with Obi-Wan Kenobi's lightsaber. Um, and my the the three main parts of a Jedi outfit that I wear at any point of the day to work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, we go to the Sabak League. We have, don't know how to play. The extent of my Sabak knowledge before last night was you're trying to get to zero. Okay. Like with your cards, because the cards are positive and negative value and you're gotcha. trying to balance out to zero. So we had, there's enough people that we had two, like two games to start. Okay. We ran around how many hands and then the top three or four people from each table got to go into the final table. Nice. So after the first game, I won. Nice. Like, so you're, we're, we're playing with everyone. The cool thing is, is everyone's made their own style of credits. Okay. Um. So you're not playing with, with any earth money yeah you're playing with these with credits which makes you a little more bolder when you're bolding yeah yeah. you're not gonna lose anything yeah and then i go into the final game um and i end up in third place nice for the night that's fucking awesome out of like i don't know there was uh six six there's 13 people that's pretty good so that happens yeah it's not too bad there's less bluffing involved (laughs) <laughs> it, there's a lot more math involved, which okay. I only counted on my fingers a couple times. There you go. Yeah. Um, there's a couple batshit insane random rules that happens in the middle of Sabak. Like okay. you roll dice, and if you roll doubles, everyone gets a brand new hand, regardless wow. of where you are in the process of the hands. So fun. And what your hand is. So <laughs> you could have like the best hand. You could have Sabak. You could have the best hand. You could be fucked. And then yeah. you have to trade in your cards. That's super that sounds fun actually well we have a deck so at any oh, point boy. we want to play sabak we're able to <laughs> so that was that was my adventure last night right on um did you have anything uh beyond that what did we do um it's been a while fucking i think i worked like eight hours of ot this week yeah it's been crazy so that's been my life um so i don't i don't have anything exciting oh wait 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 Yes. I watched one episode uh-huh. of a Trek that I've never watched before. Oh, which did you? Was it Enterprise? I'm going to say it this way. Yeah. I've got faith of the heart. <gasps> I've got <laughs> faith <laughs> of the heart. Okay, so here's the thing. I don't know if I've told you that theme song is highly controversial in Star Trek oh, world. I'm, oh, I'm, I can only imagine. I was like, this is an actual song by a person. Can I tell you, I am in the minority on team, I love that song. <laughs> I mean, I love that song because I love that song. Yeah. It's fucking cheese. Um, I enjoyed this episode so much that I, I want to do a watch with you. Okay. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, the cheese of this series. Oh, there are some, listen, there are some fucking cheesy, we can do an entire, we can do an entire, like, run of the pod. I'll say this. On cheesy Star Trek episodes. I'll say this, the, the episode I watched. Yeah. Um, 
A man becomes pregnant. Oh, I, was, I was literally about to guess. Was it one of the, was it one of the early trip it episodes? It was a sexy one. It's a In sexy a boat? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's it. <laughs> oh, you have not yet met the depths of Star Trek cheese. Oh boy, I'm excited. It can be a whole theme we do. Oh, uh, and also I blame you for this. This this liking I have of cheese. I will take it. In in sci-fi. I will take it. <laughs> because my original, like, before all yeah. of this, it's like, I like sci-fi. Let's watch some sci-fi horror, like yeah. Annihilation. Or you're like a Battlestar Galactica person. You want a little more realism in your sci-fi. A little, a little angry. Anyway. And now I'm like, hey, let me tell you about this Groundhog's Day episode of Stargate. <laughs> Let's insert some cheese. Let's take a time where we had puppets. Oh, my God. November 23rd, 2010. <laughs> uh, written by, I'm going to butcher this name, Remy Abershan. Abershan. Yeah, that's close enough. Okay. He wrote two episodes. This is his first. Directed by William Waring. It could be Abacon, but I don't know. Remy. Remy. Uh Boy, do we have big questions in this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We ask big questions. Uh-huh. So we start with Brody's bar. Brody himself yep. is in the process of fixing the still, the one thing you absolutely do not want to break on this ship. No, please keep the, the libations flowing. We actually, I think, would be fine if the engine's breaking down before the still breaks down. I mean, you need it to, uh, for an antiseptic yep. as well. It probably greases some engine parts real well, Super too. duper well. Rush is so excited to finally show off after lying and keeping it secret for however long. Yeah. The sign, the message in the background radiation of the universe and what Destiny's actual mission is. Yeah. No one in this room gives any shit. This is what I really wish Rush would have been like, this is why I don't tell you guys shit. <laughs> like, because he's finally sharing his joy, yep. being vulnerable. Look how great this. And they're all like, I don't get it. I would have loved for him to, again, show his humanity and be like, this is why I don't fucking tell you guys Listen, anything. Rush, I feel you when you're being like, oh. hey, guys, how exciting. Please share this enthusiasm with it. And all you get is crickets. No. And then you know what it is? I can't even blame them. I don't fault them because I know who I am. Yeah. And I am those people. Uh, <laughs> this is too abstract of a concept for the people in this room right yeah, now. Yeah, a friend of the pod and I uh, were hanging out yesterday, and we were talking was about it how down the street. Huh? We're doing the same old <laughs> yeah, things. Yeah. Sorry, we did last week. Um, no, we were talking about how we are those people, and we like I can't change it. It's no. like, oh, you're excited about this. I immediately don't want, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I can't change who I am. Okay. What's funny is that there's certain times where I'm like that, but that's only because as much as I get excited about things, there's such a contrarian streak that runs through yeah. me that it's more... But this comes from at not if a single person is excited about it, but if there's a whole fucking group of people who are yeah. excited about something, I'm be like, I'm going to be purposely not excited about it. Yeah. No. And so for us, it's like, ah, I am intimidated by your enthusiasm. <laughs> please, please back it away from my introvert. And I'm like, please, I will help tone this down. I will intro this enthusiasm for you. What do I need to do to get you on this enthusiasm train? Would yeah. you like me to take this step by step? Would you like an intro to enthusiasm? Yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will do whatever it takes. It is helpful. Um, I, I like to think that I've learned not to just shoot a wall of enthusiasm at people, uh, yeah. but I've learned to like, I'm going to sneak this in and I'm going to explain to you on your terms yeah. why this is exciting. Yeah, it's like, 
It's like trying to get a dog in a crate. It's like, yeah. you're going to love it in here. Uh-huh. But it's like, look, I'm going to throw one little treat in there. Are you curious about the crate? Yeah. You curious? Okay. Look at this little like look den that we've little, made you. Little... You get a whole room to yourself. Yeah. Do you want two little treatums in there? Are There's going to be nothing to disturb you. Yeah. So when it's clear that everyone in this room is far more interested in Brody's contraption that provides them booze than the greatest mystery of all time, yeah. Rush just takes his laptop and grumps out of there. Fuck you guys. Take my ball going home. Yeah. Young is in his room doing paperwork when mm -hmm. the ship drops out of FTL. Yep. He tries to radio Brody because he's the one who should be on duty on the bridge. But uh -huh. since he's, you know, fixing important things, it's actually Volker. Yeah. <laughs> this next part. It makes me laugh. Like, Young literally doesn't care. No, he doesn't. Like, Volker tries to explain. He's like, I don't. I don't care. I don't, as it's, long uh, as some brain is up there, I don't give a shit who yeah, it is. Yeah, I, I do. There's a certain amount of, like, comedic timing that happens with the scientist mm -hmm. early in this episode that made me really laugh. Because it felt so weird. Yeah. Like, they just kind of chose to improv it that way. Yeah. <laughs> I so, love it. they have a few gated dresses popping up. Um, But way more impressive and mm -hmm. weird is the ship that's flying right next to him yeah. that absolutely shouldn't be there because yep. it looks like one of their own shuttles. It's us. How did we do that? Yeah. And Young tells Rush to meet him on the bridge mm -hmm. immediately and they make their way up. Making their way. I do like that Volker um, and Brody decide to show up too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess Volker's already there, but Brody's like, what are you guys looking at? Yeah, what is I heard a thing. Yeah. Booze is fixed. Mm -hmm. We're moving on. So the ship is just flying next to him and it just appeared there. Yeah. No reason. The comment from Brody that he wasn't drinking that he That's was just fixing like the, the thing. Shit. It's like nobody even questioned you but okay. He was definitely drinking. Yeah, it's like dude. <laughs> bring it down like two notches. You don't know how to be subtle. You were fine. You were fine and now we're questioning <laughs> exactly. you. Exactly. Uh, and then a voice that sounds very weirdly like Dr. Kane comes over the radio, mm. which is weird because they left him on a planet with others in another galaxy last season. Yep. And they do ponder a bit if it's really him because they do remember him being more monotone. Huh. Then the voice is like, no, I'm definitely Kane. So that's clearly legit. I like that they're like... Oh, okay. Sure you are. I thank God these guys have learned a little bit. Everyone is rightly confused as yeah. fuck. Um, Young finally radios that, yeah, so the last we know, mm -hmm. you're on a planet like a few thousand light years away in a different galaxy. <laughs> and like, well, I'm here now. Weirdly, that's also the last thing Kane and the others on the shuttle remember, uh -huh. too. They went to sleep last night and then woke up here. Yep. And Rush is like, yeah, well, the shuttle we left you with couldn't leave the planet. Yeah. Let alone fly between suddenly galaxies. Suddenly you're in a brand new car and here in another galaxy. Kane's like, yeah, yeah, this is weird, but we're here now. Well, it's like, think of it this way, right? Imagine your first car. Yeah. Right? Imagine your first car. Mm -hmm. And let's say a random person you sold it to. Yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. Or whatever happened to it. Shows up in your driveway tomorrow. Yeah. And they're like, no, it's me in the car. And it's like, hmm, impossible. That's actually way more plausible than what's going That's on true. here. Yeah. But imagine how impossible that is. Yeah. And then add it to this fucking level. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> 
When we come back, I'm pretty sure those credits. Oh, I forgot. To yeah, write there it down. was baby credits along there somewhere. I wrote it down. When we come back, Eli's now also on the bridge. Yes, some more science growing. Is calling Scott up, and Eli's like, "Hey, let me add another question to this question sandwich." <laughs> yeah. in this entirely this question collage impossible event that's my aka is question collage uh how exactly did they know where destiny was gonna jump out of mm. ftl huh yet they're here or are they <laughs> never change brody always yeah. doubts love that or are they or are they young is like hey eli hey math Boy, computer man, can you electronically compare Kane's voice in the recordings to this Kane's voice? And Eli's like, I mean, I can, but if aliens built a planet Literally, from scratch, I feel like our tech you, isn't gonna be able to help. Do you think they couldn't mimic voice patterns? Yeah. I don't know if you're aware, but voice planet, the scale is a little different. <laughs> Uh, Young's just doing the best he can, okay? Mm-hmm. He's not up on this technology stuff. <laughs> he's very sus. Yeah. Uh, these, these, this is a ship of people who have seen some shit. And trust is not something they're very good no, at at this point. No, no. And they're just all buzzed enough to just be suspicious of, yes. of all the things. I do have a hunch that there's a lot of people on this ship that are just at a constant <laughs> mellow buzz level. The amount of little quippies that happened today, I'm like, all of you have had a little too much. Like, this still came back on a little stronger than y'all are used to. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Either the- that or they've like they found something on a planet and don't realize yet that it has yeah. slightly hallucinogenic properties. Yeah, or you're something. a little floofy today. Just a little. Um they're like, this could be a Trojan horse. <laughs> we have a working shuttle. And I mean working shuttle would be really, really nice, but mm-hmm. also this is super suspicious. Yeah. And the plan is to bring them on board and trust no one. Yeah, but okay, and then also there's the whole Trojans and Greeks and co- oh, I'm getting to oh, that good, in a second. Good, good. I'm just okay, I thought you were, the yeah, scene first. Yeah, yeah, I fair. can't not cross that. No, thank goodness. So Scott's gonna come to the bridge and walk Kane through docking procedures. Yeah, although that will be fun because apparently the guy piloting the spaceship doesn't even drive a car. You know, I'm not surprised. <laughs> maybe give the controls to someone else. Kane. Yeah, there's other people there. But also, maybe it works in his favor, because then he won't try to drive it like a car. I don't know. I don't so, know. But it's like walking someone walking someone who can't see through the act of parallel parking is basically what he's doing. So can I tell you, I've... Okay. Now, it wasn't necessarily parallel parking, but we... Because uh, we, we have a, a Jeep that uh-huh. goes... An off-roady Jeep. Yep. We had this really cool day where... It was a little bit like a Jeep obstacle course mm-hmm. in terms of there was all of these stations I do, around. I do remember hearing about yeah, this. Yeah, and thing. you had to do all these different types of things. Like you learned how to tow if you didn't already know. Yeah, yeah, Workout yeah. practice and stuff like this. And one of them was trusting your spotters. Yep. And so um, I, until I got a backup camera, I just didn't back up. <laughs> because I was like... I choose not to. It's not a skill that's strong with me. So I had to go. <laughs> I do that. I am the opposite person. Okay, finish your story. Well, it's I'm just the person that's like. I will lightly tap a car behind and be like, there it is. And then go back to my spot. Yeah, I'm just someone who I'm like, 
if I have to take an extra three minutes to find a parking spot, I don't have to like park in too weirdly. That's just the person I am. Yeah. Then I'm going to play into my strengths. <laughs> there you, you know? go. Yeah. But anyway, we had to be blindfolded and back in in on an off road in the woods, oh, back wow. up between two trees. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull, and, but only listening to our spotters. OK, I like it. So I feel like this is along those same lines. That would be really fun. It was fun after the fact. I think I would really enjoy it. It was stressful for me because at that time, this was the Jeep was still fairly new to us. Okay. So I hadn't even driven the Jeep too many times. And I'm used to driving much smaller vehicles. I think it's just a reminder that I like driving things. Yeah, and I don't. Because you could throw me in your Jeep right now and be like, let's do it. I'd be like, fuck yes, I'm in. And I just don't like driving. Yeah. yeah, I love driving. I think we have learned that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so there's a debate going on here if it was the Trojans or the Greeks inside the Trojan horse. For the record, the whole, yeah. it was Greeks. Into Troy. Yes. They were going in, they were delivering a Trojan horse to the Trojans. Yes. Full of Greeks. Which I'm pretty sure that's not <laughs> why Trojan condoms are named Trojan. No. But is is it because they got into the city safely? Wait. Have you never thought of this? No, I like I feel like I have, yeah. but I haven't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like I have, but not to the not sober. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's like this the Trojan condom would have protected from the Trojan no, horse. No, it's named stupidly. That's what I'm oh. getting at. The Trojan condom. I'm pretty sure it was in no way named after this, but it is the it is no, the but joke. I mean it's named a Trojan. It is. I'm saying. Someone wasn't dumb and named it after a Trojan horse, but you can look at it now in terms of it's something that helps you get in safely. Well, the idea is to not get in. That's what the Trojan condom is supposed to do. Unless it was named stupidly, like what's his face thought it was Trojans inside the Trojan horse. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it was. I think it was like... If the Trojans had had the Trojan condom, they wouldn't have been attracted by the ge- the Greeks. There you go. That's how I see it. Oh, I, I'm, that's more realistic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just going on the joke. But I do like the joke. Of Greer's recovering after being shot in the shoulder last right, week. Right, right. Arm's still in the sling. Uh-huh. Again, where the fuck did they get a sling? They did made they, it. I, <sighs> maybe the they amount, found one random sling. The amount of shit that they brought through the gate not knowing they need it yeah. still baffles my mind. Maybe there was a sling in like one of the first aid kits that made it through. Sure. I'll go with that. Yeah. Um maybe Greer just has his own sling. He could. He just always has it on his you, body. At all times. The number of times he's injured himself. This is true. Yeah. It's like I have my own like wraps. Yeah. It's like, look, I'm gonna hurt something. <laughs> I'm just gonna be ready. Ankle, knee, which one? What do you want? But an arm in a sling is not going to stop from being there when the ship docks. That's right. Um, TJ is also very excited for the yeah. ship to arrive. Very excited. Delusionally excited. She meets up with Young as he's on his way down. And Young is like, hey, I know why you're excited. You're going to need to. I'm going to need you to calm you're your gonna expectations. You're going to need to lower those expectations by a bazillion. She's actually like, I'm a little mad you didn't tell me. I'm going to need you to calm down, TJ. I feel like she doesn't realize how delusional that is. Oh, she absolutely does not realize. Why would he tell her? He's like, I didn't tell you because what you experienced was a simulation. Exactly this that's happening right now is why I didn't tell you. I've been through also simulations. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and she's like, Poor well, Tiche. that's like your opinion, man. <laughs> but, yeah. But also, she's got faith of the heart, okay? Does. She does. You know no what? That's gonna my bend other or AKA. Break her. <laughs> she's got faith to believe. She can do anything. <laughs> oh my god. Guys, <laughs> I fucking love the theme song that I promised. I got faith. Um... <laughs> I legit think the first time I saw that, because the visuals also is like the history of spacecraft, I I know for a fact the first time I saw the opening credits, I don't think it was in the pilot, I think it was in the second episode, because yeah. usually they skip the... Anyways, I cried. Oh my I was God. straight up in tears. You give me like emotion, like cliche emotional heartstring music to like... I a, had, a, yeah. a like montage of the history of flight moving into space flight going into tomorrow. I will be bawling he, here's, like grace. Here, I believe that. <laughs> My question is, did they make that song as a theme for the show or did the song exist and then they took it from Rod Stewart? Because I've known of that song. Yeah. I feel like my whole life. I think it existed, but they re- but they had a different artist record it oh. for this. So it's not the Rod Stewart one? I don't think it's Rod Stewart. Oh. I'm pretty sure it's not so Rod Stewart. interesting. Okay. I thought it was Rod Stewart. It could be, but I'm fairly certain it's not Rod Stewart who I've sings it. I've got faith. Faith in the heart. Okay. Um, <laughs> like TJ. Yes. So she's like, these aliens... If they can send people across galaxies here, like, why couldn't they also save our daughter? And he's like, yeah, none of these people mentioned a baby. (laughs) They didn't go. We have all these people and a baby. Okay, not... There was a Rod Stewart version, but I don't think you're... I think you're right. It's not talking about him. Okay, bye. So, Scott is walking Kane through how to land. It's surprisingly smooth for a guy, again, guy who's never flown driven a car let alone flown a spacecraft <laughs> docking clamps lock in and now we're down with young Greer and TJ who's very nervous something about Kane not knowing is it weird that I find not being able to drive a turn off mm, he may have just grown up in a location where he didn't know how to need I think a it car just, yeah it's fair it just goes to show that I did not. Okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't grow up in a place where that was an option either, no, but there's yeah. plenty of people who grew that's up fair, like, that's in fair. cities that yeah, have yeah, yeah. a thing called fucking public transportation. Yeah. yeah. What is that even? It's a good mean? question. Not in America. <laughs> okay. I'm done. So the doors open, and yeah, Kane at least looks like Kane. Yeah. Him and Young greet each other and go on about how much of a surprise this is, and the pleasantries don't last long as Young goes, Look, you're going to walk out. <laughs> Single file, you'll be escorted to a holding area, talking to no one, touching nothing. Imagine, this is like when you run into someone, and I've never actually had this happen, but I've seen it happen, where it's like, hey, so-and-so, and they're like, no. No. And it's like, ooh, that hurt. Yeah. That stung. Um, yeah. This part was rough. Kane's very confused, uh-huh. because we're not a threat, like, you know us, we're you could crew. say that all day long, dude. You have to know you're coming in here, threat. You were on this ship long enough to know what that shit's like. Plus, you have not you have not been through what these people have been no. through since you left. You don't know what it's like here. You don't know what it's like to be um, me. Young burr, just doesn't burr, give any shit. <laughs> Sorry, it's a musical episode. It's a very musical episode. So one by one, they leave. 
TJ calls out to a few of them that she oh saw God, when she visited feel so bad her baby, her. Peter and Val. Hi, hi. Who's you, the last one out? Did you see my baby? And isn't carrying a baby. Yeah. And then she goes in the ship to see maybe they left the baby because you will just leave <laughs> the baby in there. Oh, no. I'm just going to leave this here for you to find. It's an Easter egg. Yeah. Maybe she'll find it. I'll sneak it right here. It's a bonus baby. You've got to look. It's like a hidden loot box. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Secret baby time. Secret baby time. So Young <laughs> follows her in because mm-hmm. there's no baby there. No. And asks if she's all right. And and never has an I'm fine been more of a lie I'm than in this fine. moment. Yeah. This is also part one of Young not comforting her in any no. way. Also... Don't even ask that. I don't know that there's a point in asking that question other than for your own self-assurance. In no way. If you you came in on this episode and didn't see earlier episodes, there is nothing, nothing in this episode that will lead you to believe that that is the father of that woman's baby. (laughs) Yeah, that she thinks may be on this ship. Yes. Well, it's just even the whole asking her if she's fine. Like, yeah. don't ask her that. You no. know she's not. Of course. You just say, hey, let's go. And like, that's it. You ask her that again later. And I'm yep. like, dude, read the room. Yeah. Stop it. You were in a relationship of some length of time with this woman. But clearly he wasn't. Act like it. He was purely in a relationship with her body. Basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eli's looking into Aquino breaking basically, mm-hmm. over the fact that he's losing Chloe. Yeah. Um, and what is not as said is this is immediately after he also just lost Jin. Yeah, it's not great for Eli. Um, and Chloe is losing herself, and they can't stop it. Mm-hmm. At some point, that's going to come to a head. Yep. Cut to Scott coming to visit Chloe. Mm-hmm. Um, and she hasn't heard yet, so he tells her about Kane and the shuttle and and he's definitely way more excited about the shuttle parts. Um, and it's real awkward. They both know it. Yeah. We know it. It's very obvious. It's not great. Yeah. Uh, it's This is very much Scott is ignoring the issue at hand. Yeah. And I, I love the way Chloe says this. It's like, you don't even see me yeah. anymore. Yeah. I'm not even here to you anymore. Um, and, you know, she could easily see it in his face because he's shit at lying. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best things about him. Yep. Um, and she shows us all that the weird skin condition is now just not on their leg. It's on her arm, too. Mm-hmm. And he's adamant. We're going to fix this. And she's like, dude, I don't even know if you I don't, I don't even know if I want you to. Yeah. She's like, I'm kind of curious to see where this goes. Kind yeah. of. She goes like, I'm not blacking out anymore. Um, nearly as much and it's just a part of me is just there in the foreground and yep. I'm not afraid of this anymore and Scott's like well no you're gonna fight and and of course you want this fixed and she goes and I'm kind of with Chloe on this like you're not listening to me I have accepted my fate yeah this yeah. is not your choice my guy yeah like that is your own fear that you're trying to map onto her in this situation. Yeah. She's trying to tell you what she needs from you. Uh, Yeah, it's a beautiful interplay of, like, someone with a disease yeah. or something like that. It's like, no, dude, we're here. We're yeah. here now. We're, we're here. And and you, you wanting this to be fixed does not magically mean it's going to get fixed. Yeah, yeah. 
your your determination and stubbornness won't magically fix this. Exactly. Yeah, it's the first of the second scene we'll get to is far more heartbreaking. Yep, agree. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll have words. Mm-hmm. Um, Eli, along with Young and Ray, are in his room talking about talking. You know, with sorry, the newly returned crew via Kino. Yep. Um, the last thing they remember was going to sleep on the shuttle. It was winter. They were cold. Um, they weren't able to make any other shelter before snow hit. Um, Kane closed his eyes and then they were delivered here by a greater power. Ta-da! We're fine. Um, either by the aliens who created the planet, Young says, or by Providence, Kane adds. Why not both, says the meme. And he, <laughs> and he adds that, of course, there's no way of them knowing if this was God, but he prayed every night that, you know, he would keep them safe. Eli almost eye-rolling is like, so magic. Yeah, got it. Kane's like, please, Eli, can you explain how we got here like in anything less logical than a miracle? Arthur C. Clarke. And he turns <laughs> off the mic and is like, Arthur C. Clarke, bitches, any in- sufficiently advanced technologies and distinguished from magic, which honestly is basically not far off from my basic life philosophy. Yeah. Um, or Daniel Jackson's or for that Daniel matter. Jackson. And and Young adds, just turn the mic on, Winston Churchill. Yeah. <laughs> um, when he does, we hear the other people in the room have been talking this whole time, getting really annoyed and impatient that they're like trapped in here. Okay, but what do you expect? They expect to be welcomed back as part of the crew. Okay, but no. Yeah. And Sorry. just before they're allowed out, or before they're allowed out, Young wants TJ to carefully check all of them. Yeah. He doesn't want to take their word that they're fine. Yeah. He trusts nothing at this point. Why would you? Of the journey, and he wants them all watched. Yep. Young checks in with the Smarty Pants crew mm-hmm. um, and Scott, checking out the new shuttle, and it's like completely brand new. She's been fully detailed. The yeah. shuttle that they left with them on this planet was on borrowed time. Mm hmm. This is a perfectly factory condition, brand new shuttle, as Rush puts it. Yep. And for the 42nd time in this episode, the question is how? Reasons. Rush, weirdly, in this moment, is not trying to figure out the how, is just like not going to look a gift horse in the mouse. Mm-hmm. And like, hey, so, so far we can't find any, you know, time bombs or traps or alien signals. So it's just, we got a brand new ship. Yeah, so use it. I have a theory for the end of the episode about the ship, though. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. We'll come back. Yeah. I know where you're going. I think so. So Young still doesn't trust anything. The ship, people, yeah. nothing. Basically goes, look till you find something. Yeah. <laughs> something is clearly not okay here. Yeah. TJ has apparently finished checking all of the, as I'm going to start calling them Edenites. Yeah. Oh, I've just, yeah, that works. That's better than survivors. I called them survivors. Because <laughs> they aren't. They won't be for long. Um, By the time Young gets there and TJ gives, or either that or TJ gave him a heads up that they were almost done because mm-hmm. he arrives at perfect timing. They're all in perfect health. No disease, no injury, no malnutrition even. And I'm pretty sure everyone on the ship has probably some levels of malnutrition. Yeah. So that's impressive. Yeah. You, that, it's almost too good of a fix. 
eight people on a planet with nothing for as long as they were on that planet. Like, that's sus. Yeah. Yeah. You fixed it too good. On top of that, none of them can remember how they got here. That's fine. TJ shares that Kane thinks it was God's way of telling them that they've been reborn. Oh, boy. Um, he, Young's like, was that before or after he also gave them amnesia? Yeah. <laughs> Basically, this is trouble. Everything is trouble. The aliens are trouble. All yeah. The well, trouble. the rest thinks it was the aliens that found them and returned them as an act of goodwill. Young doesn't find that shit either. Nope. Um, it's just... If these aliens can build fucking planets and and build shuttles that is not their technology, then they could just squash us. Yeah, we're ants to them. And there's this that shiver line. that goes down Young's back when he looks at any of them in the eye. Yeah. Well, they're, these people are just a reminder of that now. That's all it is, of how fucking vulnerable everything is. And we'll find out later, not quite just that. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, there's TJ's like, yeah, there's that there's a weird hinkiness, and I thought it was just me. Um They all should be overjoyed that these people are back, that they have more people on the ship, but really Young could barely be in a room with them for like a minute before he, his skin is crawling yeah. to get away. Yeah. And Young wants to know why. Because they're AI generated. They are. <laughs> yeah. Yes. AI brought us this. Yeah. That's that's what the greater intelligence is in it's the galaxy. AI, it's yeah. just an AI. Yeah. <laughs> uh Eli has brought Chloe Aquino. Um she doesn't know how much longer she's gonna be her, so she's gonna yeah. start recording videos. You might as well. And wondering who she should start with, Eli's like, Well, do me. I'm easy and I'm right here. And not three seconds in she has to stop and is like, What do you mean so Shut easy? Up. Yeah, I do like how mad she gets in this moment. Also, she's- don't fucking stand here in a room while a woman is telling you her goodbye video. Yeah. Just say goodbye to me first. I'll stand here while you do it. Not weird. Come on. Not weird at all. She's like, you're the hardest to say goodbye to than anyone. Yeah. Jeez. He's like, okay, fine. Pick someone else. There's a few dozens of people on this ship. And then she kind of blacks out again. <laughs> I thought you weren't doing that anymore. That's remember when you said you were fine and not doing that anymore. But I do love how it goes from like super angry to just vacant. Yeah, you're like ah, <laughs> that's fine. Yep. Um. Finally, Young tells the Edenites that they can head back to the original quarters. They're going to be given a list of duties to help carry their weight as members of the crew. Yeah. And yes, this is as close as you're going to get as welcome aboard. Yeah. I mean. Even if he fully trusted that you were humans and and he had rescued you, yeah. this is still as good of a welcome as Young can give anybody, I think. Well, A, yeah, and B, like, you left the ship. You literally said, I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You ran away. And... Um, he's like, look, you're not, we're not going to treat you like prisoners. Right. Just, I mean, don't give me a reason to, uh-huh. or I will, but still, I'm not, you're just not, you can't act like nothing happened. Right. Right. So you're... Rachel walks into the observation deck and sees people she used to be very close with mm-hmm. and rushes over to them and one pretends that she doesn't see her and Morrison just is uh, late. For a shift in hydroponics, bye. Yikes. That's fine. 
and he flinches and pulls back when she tries to take his hands. Just flat out telling her, do not touch me. And rushes away. And she's left confused and hurt and not understanding why anyone doesn't want anything to do with her. It's all very icky. It's all very icky and it's also got to suck so badly. Yeah. You're like, I just showed up here. Like, yeah. This isn't my fault. Um, Greer and Park watch all this and Park is confused and Greer is like, yeah, I'm not confused. No. Eight scientists, no survival skills. I've seen a lot of people die and I will see many more people die in my life yeah. and I've never seen someone come back. Yeah. Well, it's like these motherfuckers are hiding something. Yeah. Whether they know it or don't, you don't just suddenly show up like this and you're all fine. It's, again, we go on about Greer with that real high insight because uh -huh. even this early in the episode, he's like, there's no way they survived on that planet. Yeah. There's no way those assholes he's, survived on that he's planet. He's all wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Park just nudges him about being too deep again. And then... Because <laughs> she's all intelligence. Yeah. Well, also, if you want to go that deep, let's go somewhere else. Oh, sorry. Oof. Oh. I I'm sorry. <laughs> she went for it. I've never been prouder. I'm sorry. But I had to grow. But I've never so been prouder. So sorry. <laughs> you know she's thinking it too. Don't go this deep in public. <laughs> you know That's what it is. Too. That's there it is. Yep. So the return crew are eating together in the cafeteria because no one else will go within 10 foot radius yeah. of them except for TJ. He goes to say hi. And Kane's like, good morning. Mm -hmm. And um, apparently this table is talking about how different the food <laughs> tastes on the ship than in Eden. And I'm like, okay, cool. At first, TJ's like, well, stay away from apples. Ha ha. ha, -ha. <laughs> also, Hopefully food does fucking taste different. You got fresh food on the planet. Yeah. Don't be that asshole. And this ship, I don't know how long it's been since they've gotten restocked. Yeah. Yeah, don't be that ungrateful asshole. Of course food is going to taste different. You showed up here unannounced after saying, I don't want to be here. And now you're telling me about how your food doesn't taste good. Here's also a fun fact. If you travel to like the other side of the world... Food will also taste different. This is being that person who's like, when I used to live, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, well, you don't live there anymore. No. So I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. Um, And we know Destiny wanted, they wanted to start growing, no pun intended, the hydroponic system. So she offers to show it to Kane. Yeah. And in the next scene, they do. Or she does. And they finally... They mentioned this a couple episodes ago that they wanted to finally move into that large domed room. Yeah. And we're going to get the little the little robots mm -hmm. to fix it. I love it. And they are. They're starting to grow all their food in this very large dome area. And um, the robot's still fixing things, but plants are growing. Garden's on the way. Mm -hmm. Teacher had a slight alternative motive for getting Kane here away from the others. Yeah. This is a shitty... Well, go ahead. So, Kane... I have this memory. And he's like, lucky you. It's so fucking snarky. Lucky yeah. you for having a memory. Yeah, great. Yeah, what do you want me to do about your weird ass memory? And she tells him about the memory of her daughter mm -hmm. and how they were living in cabins that the aliens provided for them and that my daughter was safe and you said you'd take care of her. And Kane's like, let me tell you, 
how none of that shit happens. Imagine, imagine you fell asleep one day on this random planet that yeah. you decided to stay on, and yeah. things are a little shitty. We'll find out. Yeah. And then you wake up and you're suddenly on a ship next to the ship that you decided to abandon. Uh-huh. And you're like, please, can we come in? Because we have nothing else. Yeah. And then no one will talk to you. Except the fucking weird girl who's asking about her ghost baby. Who's also like, you had these really nice cabins that were just provided for you. And he's like, like, oh, really? Eat Did dicks we? Did we? a little bit. Because I remember being real fucking cold in the show. Yeah, and mind you, there's no judgment against being weird. It's no. just about like, this is the only person who will talk to you. And you're like, yeah. well, fuck. Also, TJ, you gotta... You, you, there's better ways to enter that conversation. You gotta lube it up a little. <laughs> there's better ways. Of, you can't I know just. You are very anxious to get word about your ghost baby. Yeah, but you can't go in that raw. This whole episode is just slowly watching the careful balance TJ had built slowly crumble. The house of cards that is her mental stability. Yes, <laughs> the fucking Jenga tower. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So Ray is showing young footage of her talking with Peter um, in her room office, mm-hmm. um, trying to help him remember things on the planet. And he can't really remember much. Nothing about individual days or specific events, just generic gathering food and fuel like as a whole, right. which is kind of worrisome that that's all he remembers. Um, apparently, most of the interviews are like that. She doesn't know this is a side effect of transporting here. But she's learning, she's leaning towards the aliens that want them to remember something. Yeah, this is a blockage of some sort. Young is not a fan of this. It feels very science experimenty. Yeah. Um, and she's like, doesn't that creep you out? Or don't they creep you out? And I love her response. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people creep me out a little. Everybody creeps me out a lot on this ship, okay? You're all fucking creeps. Yeah, I'm not the best person to ask. Like, even you. You don't yeah. creep me out as much, but you still creep me out a little. Yeah. You used to creep me out a lot. <laughs> Now you just creep me out a little. It's like, they do, but I'm a woman, so a lot of things creep me out that don't creep you out. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, <laughs> yeah welcome welcome to the existence I've had for most of my life. Yes. Most people in situations creep me out. Yeah, as a as a minority woman. That's in a, how I'm still alive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my creep meter is always on alert. So, Guru finds Scott in the hallway. It's been a long day. Uh, Scott's on his way to see Chloe. Greer side eyes that a bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, I'm not stopping you from seeing Chloe. That's fine. You do you. Yeah. Scott's like, well, I want to go see her. She's alone there all day. And I'm almost the only company she gets. And it would be nice if other people went to visit her once in a while. Mm. He's like, hey, Scott. Please don't forget that she's there for a reason. Yeah. She's not just there for funsies. And I know it's really hard for you to see because you're very close to this, but that's a freak show going on in there. <laughs> yeah. It's not just like there's no reason for yeah. like she's just in trouble. Like she didn't take out the garbage and therefore she's stuck in the She's not in timeout. Exactly. And Scott gets a little mad and, and thinks that's a little bit over the line. And Gru's like, mm, no, it's not. Nah. No, making sure, like, see, this I'm is... I'm the wise one. <laughs> this is part of my job as Master Sergeant. Yeah. Is protecting assholes like you. Yep, yep. And Scott's really getting mad now. 
Um, and and he's like, what's wrong with giving her comfort in what might be her final days? I will say calling her girl here feels real condescending to me. Yeah. It was not mm, not the best look. Kurt's like, we don't know when her last day is going to be. Mm-mm. We don't know if her last day's already come and gone. Yeah. And annoyingly, Scott's like, well, you don't know how much I care about her. Okay, calm down, Romeo. Again, as if he's the only... This goes back to Eli when he was really mad because he lost someone. It's like, you're not the only person who's yeah. loved someone and then had to slowly watch them leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This has nothing to do with how much you care about her. Yeah. This is, you're making this about you, dude. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, and I think that goes in, I think we know enough about Scott's history and backstory that there is a little bit of like superhero, it's like Superman. A hero complex. A little bit of a hero complex. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that's what Greer's catching on to and he's mm-hmm. sort of trying to tell him so with still being kind about it yeah but it's a little bit like that's what's happening here it's like dude this this isn't this isn't about you no there's also a certain dignity to be had to not treat her the way you're treating her yes anyway you're you're a little bit like uh, infantilizing her yeah all she has is you it's like she's a grown-ass adult woman who's dealing with this shit 24 7 not just when you show up to save her from it and and also grace like yeah i kind of do how Mm -hmm. know how much you care about her like this you're not the only one who has like a first love or some shit yeah also asshole i pray for her every single night yeah but she's turning into something, and I'm pretty sure that thing is the enemy. Yeah, eat a dick, my man. Yeah. And the day's gonna come, dot, 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 and Gert just walks away, and Scott's just left with, fuck. Yeah, well, he needs to start thinking that. And he's lucky to have someone like Greer in his life. Yeah, he needs to start thinking about because that a while Because otherwise, ago. the day's gonna come, and he's gonna be like, oh, no, this happened to me today. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, this has been happening Yeah, and not all to the you. days <laughs> to everybody here. Eli... One of the kindest people on the entire yeah. fucking ship sees Val in the observation room oh. and sees everyone like laughing and pointing at her as if it was a fucking high school cafeteria. Mm-hmm. Decides to go sit down next to her, which she welcomes considering how many people are keeping away. And uh, he's like, yeah, they're all boring. Moving on. Small yeah, talk is made. He's been alone in their lunchroom before. Yeah. Yeah. Small talk is made. You know, that they named the place Eden, that Eli never got to visit the planet, but her day was amazing. Um, and she's like, it's weird to miss it because only now are my memories of it coming back. Yeah. He's like, but they're coming back. Optimistic. So we think. Um, yeah, weirdly, one just came back as she was sitting here. And she's a little embarrassed to admit it, but it was skinny dipping. And I'm like, why would you be embarrassed to admit that? I'm pretty sure every time you went swimming on that planet, it was skinny dipping. Yeah. You don't have bathing suits. It's called bath. You took a bath. You took a bath. In the fresh water. Because why wouldn't you? Yeah. Apparently, um, word of whatever lake this was. I wonder if it was TJ's I think it was because that's where Eli's like, oh, yeah, yeah. We all remember that. Um, reach the ship before they even left about how nice it was. And Eli tries asking her about the obelisk, but Val oh. starts holding her nose and starts bleeding Yep. as Eli continues. And then she just starts screaming in pain. Yeah, that's not fine. Stands up, 
And and when she pulls her hands away from her face, everything is bleeding. Ugh. This is horror movie shit. It's coming out of all of the things. Yeah, she's. It's definitely what I imagine getting stuck in the wrong place in time will happen. Yeah. Um, and I did like that that it happened the minute he asked about the obelisk. Yeah. <laughs> because then it kind of throws you on the wrong path for a second. It's like, wait, is this obelisk related? Yeah. And then she crumples to the floor. That's great. That's she's fine. That's fine. She's just snapping. This 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 whole scene with Rush and Kane on the shuttle. Oh my god. <laughs> Rush <laughs> coming in fucking hot. He has no time for this. So, um I guess they've never they've done another FTL jump since the Edenites arrived on the plot mm-hmm. board. Rush is trying to see if the shuttle has information about how the shuttle got back to Destiny, but it, there's nothing. It's just the ship was there and then it was here. Yeah. Nothing else. Fuck. And Kane is here because he heard about the whole ship's original mission bit. Mm-hmm. Um, the search for a message from the moment of creation. Yep. And Rush is like, well, it's more fingerprints than a message. Yeah. And it's just a sign of some kind of intelligence. That had a hand. Yep. Kane straight up is like, you mean the hand of God? And he's like, no. <laughs> That's not in Russia's wheelhouse. No, this faith versus science is fucking slicing and dicing. It's just sharp. This has been, not surprisingly, I've I've mentioned this before, but this sort of debate has been something I have been fascinated about for like fucking since I was a teenager. Yeah. It's just interesting how personal it can become. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And this whole hand of God shit is not in Rush's wheelhouse. He's like, look, as far as I would go is it's evidence of an intelligence having existed prior to its own potential to exist. Yeah. And no, there's nothing in Rush that would ever call it a miracle. Because he wouldn't call anything a miracle. No, that's yeah. not that's not how Rush. That's not a a word in his vocabulary. Yeah, um, but he does want to know more about it. Um, well, Kane wants to know more about it, about the signal. Sure, yeah. And Rush in with the snark is like, why? Just call it God's will, and then just don't think any more about it. Yeah, is that isn't that how you work? Is that how you work? Isn't that ignorance the way you prefer to live your life? Um, and I. I totally get the impulse in saying that. It is very satisfactory to say that, but there's also Rush has this very narrow view of those yeah. who hold religious beliefs. There's more to it than what Rush sees, and there's more to it than what Kane sees. Yeah. Um, like I don't agree with either one's no. approach. They're both very narrow-minded in how they're talking about this. Rush is coming out with some straight up like Richard Dawkins level. Well, and it's not just that, it's like I don't want to live in a world that glib. I want to have some sort of hope of something. Well, so I'll say, yeah. as someone who is more on the rush skew of things, mm-hmm. it's not it's not that there's not like mystery or awe involved. It's like just pretty sure that there is a scientific reason to it down the line. Yeah. I think it's more Rush's approach is like, 
it has to be this cotton dry. And I'm like, well, there's no fun in that. They, like, he takes the fun out of it. I think the difference is, is to him that is fun. Yeah, I guess. I think the difference is he is having fun in this moment, throwing shit back at a person. I'm not going to deny he's having joy in that. Yeah. But to him, you're talking to two different people who find their joy and awe in two very different ways. Yeah. But it, it, why do why do we have to, like, yuck the other person's yum? You know what I mean? Like, Because Russian Joy is doing that regardless of anything. That's, He's a debater. That's the part that's shitty. Yes. And it'd be shitty on both sides. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Rush is just... It, that's He gets kicks out of that. Yeah. That's the part that I think is just... You're still a fucking human being. Can you just act like one sometimes? But I also think Kane gets joy out of it, too. I agree. They're yeah. both shitty human beings. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I have a hard time understanding either polarization, yeah. if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, Never read a... Richard Dawkins. You will throw the book across the room. I think I would throw him across the room if I... Yeah. I even want to throw Richard Dawkins just... across the room. It's like you can overanalyze something to the point where it fucking sucks and it's no fun anymore. And that's the part that I get annoyed by. I think I think the difference is is that there are people who still do enjoy that, but they need to understand that other people don't. That's what it is. Yes. It's like the guy at a magic show yelling what the yes. magic trick is. It's like, yes. we know it's a magic trick. Yeah. We know there's more to it, but the fun is watching the illusion. And like that person may get as fun from sitting there and watching this and figuring out how the magician's That's doing fine. it. That's fine. It's the yelling it out at the people. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. they need to realize that not everyone works yep. that way. Yep. Yeah. Because I enjoy that. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. But I also know not to be an asshole. <laughs> yes. Which is why we're friends. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So, Rush has a very narrow view of those who hold religious views. And yeah. Kane obviously also does. Also, also holds yeah. those who don't. But he's like, what if it's the same entity, uh-huh. God, that saved us on Eden and brought us here and also has those fingerprints in the message? Like, maybe this is for a reason. He's like, saved you from what? You remember nothing. Moses heard a burning bush. Gabriel spoke to Abraham and you're just fucking here with no proof. Yeah. Here's the part that I felt was like, oh, shots fired. Yeah. Because he basically goes, well, why did God forsake you? Yeah. Uh-huh. You believe in him so hard. He's not here for you. Like, respect. But fuck, that was, fuck, that was mean. And that's enough for Cain to be like, yeah, I'm going to leave you alone. Yep. Yep. And before he leaves, Rush is like, no, no, no. Before you leave, I have an, I have an honest question for you. A true question for you. Mm. Not a snarky one. Kind of a snarky one. Yeah. If this shuttle was repaired better than it was before by this the aliens. This is the part. Yeah. Kane's like, well, it sounds more like God than aliens, but sure, continue. He goes, okay, regardless, if the shuttle was repaired so perfectly, why weren't the people? Yeah. Because <laughs> you have holes in your memories. One of you still wears glasses. One of you doesn't have a full head yeah. of hair. Kane's like, what's the, what's the point? Yep. 
Well, the point is either he's lost his touch or God had Jack all to do with it. Or he's not prioritizing you. Either way, your God doesn't love you. This is the part that I feel like, that was mean. And then Kane's like, boy, I'm glad I'm safe by that radio message. Yeah, that's a rough one. Mind you, it's it's calling because Val's dead, but still. Yeah. It means I don't have to ponder my existence any longer. Yeah, just ponder hers for a little while instead. That's fine. Yeah. Her sucked. Okay, bye. I, I just love that these are, of all the people Kane could encounter in the shuttle. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's on him. He knew who Rush was before he left. A thousand percent. You thought you were going to come in here big and brave and powerful. Because here's my thing. Rush shouldn't seek out Kane to have that conversation. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's on Kane. <laughs> It's just Rush is like, well, I'm here. Yeah. And I'm absolutely not someone who's going to just like go along with this. Yeah. As much as I'm a person of faith, I don't like when people knock on my door to tell me about faith either. Yeah, exactly. And I give the same shit back. <laughs> I, I I will have known to um, overcompensate, <laughs> I will say. So even weirder than Val dying mm-hmm. is how TJ explains that Val died. Yeah. Because she was just finishing up showing her body. Young and Ray and Kane are there. She died of severe head trauma. I mean, sure. Like getting hit in the head with a sledgehammer. Like there's skull fractures, hemorrhaging, brain swelling. Imagine, let's take a moment to consider this, right? Yep. This is how she died the first time around. Yeah. Second time around, she's suddenly sitting there. Imagine you're just having a conversation and then you feel the pain of your skull being crushed in. Yeah. Dear God, I'm glad it was fast. (laughs) There was lots of witnesses. She definitely wasn't hit on her head. Yeah. This doesn't just happen spontaneously. Yeah. You don't just have spontaneous skull fractures. Yeah, spontaneously your your skull just caves in. There is some weird unexplainable shit going on. Yep. And Ray wonders if it's something that happened on the planet. Mm-hmm. But still, no one remembers anything. Nobody knows anything. But hey, this is a really cool skill that Ray has never mentioned that she has. This is so random. This is so fucking random. She knows how to hypnotize people. Yeah, the weird randomly, like, I'm a little overqualified for HR. Yeah. Why didn't you show us that in season one? The IOA taught her. Why aren't you suddenly, like, that's not how that works, by the way. No. A, no, and B, didn't you sit around and, like, gather people's fucking credentials? You didn't write that shit down for Young to know? Yeah, I don't appreciate this part, Camille. Here's my thought. She was never fully trained? I don't think she's accredited. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. She's This is just, like, a skill that she was interested in and kind of read up a bunch. She's kind of like the girl who's like, oh, I can read your tarot cards. Uh-huh. I once looked at a book about them. Yep. Yeah. This is me saying that I could read your tarot cards. <laughs> yeah. The person who pulls tarot cards just to look at the pictures. <laughs> yeah. And just see what it bubbles up in my brain. Hypnosis is an actual work and 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 there is some research and science involved. A thousand percent. Camille, uh, this is just me for the listener. Yeah. <laughs> no, Camille. No. Um Young says do it, and I've been waiting for Kane. Mm-hmm. Do it. <laughs> so him and Ray go off to tell the rest of the Edenites and TJ's going to take a stab at an autopsy, no pun intended, or maybe it was, <laughs> because she has nothing else to do. 
Maybe she'll find something. Yep. Um, Young's like, you're doing great. <laughs> good, good job. <laughs> I'm like, absolutely I'm not. No, no. And he holds her hand for like half a second and uh, then leaves okay. instead of like trying to help her. Just like pat her on the head. I don't know. She's a former partner. Yeah. Yikes. You had a kid together, kind of. A l- yeah. Yeah. It's like, dude, that's... I say kind of because you had nothing to do with uh, it except for the how beginning. How often do you think TJ goes, what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> At least once a day. Like, how often does that thought cross her mind? Oh, uh, often. Oh. And she's stuck looking at the consequences of this All daily. the time. She used to hook up with Varo already and call it a fucking day. Please. Yeah. Um, here's a scene that guts all of us. Yeah. So Greer comes to see Chloe. Mm-hmm. He's very formal, but calm, but strong, but gentle. He's building the first layers of bricks of that wall. I'm pretty sure the first layers of bricks were built. He's 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 continuing. Yeah. Um, and asks how she is. Still mostly her. Mm-hmm. Um, and she knows that. Um, once this change really kicks off, Young is going to see her as a threat. Yep. He's like, yeah, pretty sure. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what, what will he do? And he takes a moment and he knows that Young will remove the threat. Yep. Ta-da. Knowing what that means, she asks if it will be him. And he's like, yes, ma'am, I think so. Yeah, because it's not going to be fucking Scott. Scott. The only other person it would be is Young himself. Yeah. Um. And Chloe tells him that she's sorry. Anger's like, yeah, but I couldn't let it be anyone else. I, I think he would prefer it that way. And that's why Greer's here. He's come to ask for her forgiveness for when the time does come. Oof. And she's like, yeah. Greer's like, no, 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 no. I need you to very specifically... Tell me the words I need. So when I look you in the eye and shoot you in the fucking head. Yeah. I can hold those words in my heart. Yeah. And she goes, I forgive you, Ronald. Damn. And he thanks her. Um, This is very important to him. Yep. Um, And she goes, I do want to ask you to take care of Scott. He's like, yeah, you don't have me to ask me to do that. Yeah, that's going to happen. I'm already trying to. Yeah, um, I've been trying to keep him from visiting you too much, but he's a stubborn fuckhead. He's difficult to care for, that one. <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah. And Chloe gets that, and she's actually going to try to help and tell him to stay away. Yeah. For his own good. And um, she asks if she's going to see him again. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> nope, actually, we're going to say goodbye now. Yeah. Because that's going to be best for me. That's how I'm going to emotionally prepare for this. Like, I'm saying goodbye to you now because this is the moment that for me, Chloe is dying. Yeah. Oh, this is it for her. This is she's gone now. And and she gets up and I would think to go hug him. And he's like, Mm-mm, no. Yeah. Um, Don't no touching. No touching. No touching. So she just says goodbye. And he goes, goodbye, Miss Armstrong. Yeah. And he leaves. And it's so good. Um, 
And the fact that they can have this moment in such a shitty situation, like, who else? This is not a situation that anyone's fucking prepared for. Yeah. Um, because it's not even... It's not even the same as someone who is dying because of a disease or something. Yeah. Because that's just someone's going and you're trying to remember someone in the state when they still have control. In this case, Greer is most likely he's envisioning the person who's going to have to take her life. Yeah, he's actively waiting for her to become a threat. Yeah. Yeah. Like, not only, she's not like she's just going to go and there's this passive thing where they just let her go. No, no, no. She's going to actively attack them. It's like she might as well be turning into a zombie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Greer's the best. Mm -hmm. Such a great scene. Jesus. Such a heavy thing. Um, so we see Chloe record a message for Scott that she loves him mm-hmm. and wishes that she could have taken him around to family and friends and grow old together and had a family. But she's grateful for the time they got to take, you know, that they had. Yeah. And to take care of everyone and that he's the glue that holds them all together. Which isn't. I was going to say, I feel like I don't believe that. I'm but that's sure fine. it's Eli. Yeah. That's fine. Um, also take care Maybe of Eli. Maybe she says that on all of their recordings. Probably You're the glue does. that holds everyone together. Probably does. Yeah. Um, to take care of Eli, because Eli's going to take care of you in his own way. Mm-hmm. And also to forgive Ronald. Yeah. Because that he, part's important. It is. It's very important. Um, and he did what he had to do. And if it had to be anyone, she's glad it was him. Mm-hmm. And ends it with, I love you. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, who's going to hold fucking Scott back while Greer does what he has to do? As if it's not difficult enough as it is. I feel like, yeah, someone's going to have to just make sure he's on the opposite side of the fucking ship. Um, so the first to be hypnotized is not Kane, but Peter. And he, he she takes him back to Eden. It's cold. You can see his breath, but the sun's out. They're by the lake. Yep. With Val. And apparently him and Val are sneaking away to spend the night under mm-hmm. the stars. I feel like, why would you even bother to um, fucking sneak away? My thing is... What? My thing is... Uh, he says, no one knows our secret. And I'm like, mm, pr- my man, pretty sure everyone knows your secret. Yeah. Also, why are you having a secret? Like, what the fuck's left here? That group is not big enough. Yeah. For you to keep that you're sneaking off and fucking in the woods. No secret times. <laughs> so, so everyone's working. Everyone's always working. Um, Peter is digging. Him and Kane are arguing on if it's too late in the season to try to plant things. Uh, Peter's like, we have to try because otherwise death. The options yeah. are death. <laughs> Kane's like, why don't we take this energy and time that you're taking space planting to keep gathering things yeah um and we'll you will plant things in the spring and um the problem is is they've picked over most of the area yeah this is a nice little glimpse into how bad of a leader kane was yeah yeah so he's like at least gather some firewood because we're gonna need it Mm. and obviously didn't gather enough because they have no fucking fire later yeah um kane tells um Sorry, Peter tells Ray that Kane's afraid that winter's coming soon. I mean, you knew winter was gonna come. Yeah. 
Uh, and then we see how Val died. Yeah. Some other day, Kane was felling a tree for firewood and didn't see that Val walked into the fall zone. And current Peter is sort of watching this in his mind as if it was happening for the first time, just yelling at the situation. Yeah. She died months ago. What a fucking way to go. It's very Final Destination, this episode. It's very Final Destination, but also it's like, you gotta be in the exact right spot to get hit by that tree. That's what I'm saying. Like, how did you do that? How are you you warned and not be able to dive out of the way? Yeah. It wasn't like the tree was 10 feet wide. No. That was quite a mistake. And there in Ray's office, Peter collapses and starts convulsing. Yeah. Um, She radios medical emergency. Young and TJ race their way there. By the time they get there, Peter is very clearly dead. Yikes. Um, In the infirmary this time, signs point to dehydration and hypothermia. Hmm. And if Val died on Eden from a tree, um, TJ would say that Peter died from extreme exposure. Yep. Dun, dun, dun. There's a blink and you miss it moment where Ray shares that Val apparently died months ago, which TJ catches because it has not been months since TJ saw Val in her dream vision. That's right. That's right. And she's like, well, what if they're dying again? in order <gasps> like final destination very final destination no one drive behind a car i was about to say <laughs> nothing hauling logs nothing with this equipment is, in the back i've seen that movie once and that is no the ladders. one lesson that has like stuck with me that i yeah. get nervous driving behind anything that has like a red flag on it yeah i mean that red flag means don't go here it means danger yeah so Young calls Scott to round up the Edenites and bring them all here to the mm-hmm. infirmary. Um, Scott's recruited Greer to help him. They're trying to get Rachel, um, but she won't open the door. Yeah. And finally they just head in and she's wrapped up on her bed, all her blankets shivering, asking for help. Yeah, her face is all fucked up. The makeup work on this one is great. Yeah. Greer's like, hey, all this shit's really weird and maybe you shouldn't touch her. <laughs> But then still. Scott just scoops her up and carries her to the infirmary. Yep. And once there, TJ's like, yeah, put her down and then get your ass and decom. Get the you fuck out skull. of here, you stupid, stupid, stupid man. I can't help but be like, I told you yeah, so. I told him. I told him you were going to say that. I'm the smarter one. <laughs> you are. We yeah. know this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rachel lives just long enough to beg for help and for Kane to arrive and watch her die. Feels good. At this point, TJ should just have, like, poisons ready to be like, just go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Drugs. Yes. Hospice drugs. Um, And Young is just what the fuck at Kane, yeah. who has no idea. And he's like, well, you're going to sit down with Ray until you figure it out. I do feel like anger is not quite the right response here, because he really, Kane does not know what the fuck's happening. Yeah, but... I don't know how many other emotional options Young has. It's fair. It's more like yelling at Kane is not going to find you an answer. It's not. But he's very frustrated because he doesn't have anything he can do. Yeah. That's true. So it's not the answer, but it's like what he has. Yeah. It's the yeah. tool he has. <laughs> um, He goes, you're not members of my crew. You're former members of this crew. And you left by choice. And if this shit is contagious, your ass is being dropped on the next planet. Yeah. 
TJ tries to remind Young that this is not Kane's fault. Yep. Young's like, mm. It is, though, because he wanted all of you to stay there. It kind of is. Yeah. He's the one who convinced you all to stay there. And also, TJ's... TJ, you're the wrong person to have this conversation. <laughs> TJ's like, well, I wanted to stay as well. And Young goes, this is what would have happened and, to you, and pointing look what, to Rachel. Yeah. This is like if your mom's like, everybody went to a party and mm-hmm. there was a big fire and they all died. Yeah. And you were like, mom, you can't be mad. I'm like, oh, can't I? Oh, can't I? I can, I can be Look mad. at what happened to them. So uh, he radios Ray that Kane is her next volunteer. Yeah. Um, Chloe. I don't know why they didn't start with Kane. <laughs> I don't know either. Why didn't you start with the head guy? Because Kane probably said no. Yeah. You don't get that choice, He's hiding man. some shit, I think. Yeah. Um, Chloe ignores the knock on her door. And when Scott just opens it, she ignores him. Uh, still her saying nothing. He just tries to share some of the ship's news about the Edenites. And he, she's like, go away. Don't tell me any more information, you fucking idiot. My silence and not letting you into this room should have been indication. But also, like, just from a tactical point of view, stop fucking giving her information. Yeah. Um, and then, and then she just goes full Gollum and is like, leave now uh, yeah. and never come back. That's right. Uh, he doesn't quite get the point, though. No. And is like, I'll come back later. Oh my God, my man. She gives him the I'm not fucking around face, but either he doesn't get it or just if he refuses to acknowledge it. What is that? Knowing him literally she's, could be either. She's trying to white fang him. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes! Go on, get! <laughs> He's like, oh, oh, why, why is your face like that? What's wrong? Oh my God. Do you need a back rub? <laughs> Do you want me to run you a bath? Get out. <laughs> so the rest of the Edenites are in the infirmary, all appearing to suffer from hypothermia. Yeah. But You know how you help someone with hypothermia? You get naked and get into the Everybody get naked. That's why they all died. They're all sitting there by themselves. None of them fucking watch Voyage of the Mimi. Seriously. Have a nice big old orgy. Yeah. You get real intimate. Uh Uh-huh. You stay warm a little longer. If you do die, at least you die nice and spent. Exactly. None of you people are lighting a fire. Yeah. Literally or figuratively. Yeah. So Kane is now hypnotized by Ray. He sees snow falling, and we see that he is standing a bit outside the shuttle in its deep snow. The snow mm-hmm. is going to continue to build, and he tells her that the shuttle is their only shelter. Jesus. Here, they, they didn't find a cave. They didn't find anything. That, they I don't built, think they tried. They built lean-tos in like a matter of days. But then again, that's when they had survival people with them. Yeah, I don't think they tried. I think they took too many fucking days off, lived off the land for too long, and then suddenly they were like, oh, fuck, winter's coming. Honestly. First, literally the first thing you do in survival is find shelter. You can't. It's above like food and water. You can't put this shit off. This is where it's like, this is where the graces come in handy. Mm-hmm. Because they're the the person who's like, if we don't do this, we'll die. Yeah. That mindset, this is where it comes from, that survival instinct. But also anyone, 
Like, I have never had to survive in the wilderness. Yeah. I've been camping before. Yeah. But I've never roughed it camping. Mm -hmm. Okay. I've seen enough shit to know that the first thing you do is find shelter. Yeah. You do. You have to. Regardless of what weather is happening in that moment. Yes. So it's cold. They lost power days ago. Um, and I I guess they lulled into a false insecurity because they had the shuttle. And I'm like, backup shelter. Yeah. Um, so something broke. They don't know how to fix it. Mm-hmm. The ship is airtight. So, so they don't die of CO2 poisoning. They have to keep the door open. Yeah. They have some food. Someone made candles. And I'm like... Make a bigger fucking fire. Yeah. Put yeah. it by the door. Yep. If you have to leave the fucking door open anyway, you might as well. Because then it's not going to be smoking up the place. And even if it does, you'll be alive. It'll suck a little to breathe, yeah. but it won't be you won't be dead. You put the fire by the door. Yeah. Yeah. Not like right in front of it. Well no, but that's <laughs> what it but yeah. Don't make it so you can't leave because of the fire. <laughs> <laughs> don't like trap co2 extra in there but yeah. like put it near the door and then build a fucking fire that's how you yeah. stay warm make some funnels you were telling people to gather fucking firewood yeah what did you do with it yeah i think their stupidity annoys me more than anything else yeah that's fair um so the group is looping losing hope fast mm-hmm. um, peter's already openly saying that nothing will be all right and come the morning he's wandered out into the snow and he's gone um Farts. She directs them to think of the last night before they woke up in Destiny. It's dark. There's no pain. It's just cold. Yeah. And everyone around him, everyone else. I'm sorry, but being cold is pain. That's Mm. pain. There is a point where it doesn't physically hurt anymore. Okay. Cold is pain. (laughs) <laughs> there is a different point of cold. That's fair. Yeah. When your body just goes, I don't give a fuck anymore. And that's the, it's the danger point of hypothermia yeah. because you stop shivering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And it's basically, you've basically frozen your nerves. Yeah. So they're like, we can't feel this. Just go to sleep now. Ex- basically. Yeah. Um, Everyone else is dead, frozen. And Kane is alone. And we see him just sitting there alone on the shuttle. And he says, all he can do now is pray. And the next thing he remembers is waking up on the shuttle with Destiny inside. Mm. With Destiny outside the window. And that's it. Interesting. Except he also knows that Young won't have to wait to drop him off at the next planet. Mm -hmm. Because he knows he'll be dead before they even drop out of FTL. Yeah. Because he also now remembers something that no one ever should. He remembers his death. That he's already dead. Yeah. I see dead people. I am dead people. So, James, after that real lighthearted moment, um, James pops into Eli's room and is like, did you leave a Kino on the shuttle? Because conveniently, we're just now finding it. Yeah. No reason, no reason. It was uh, real hidden because people have been over the shuttle with a fine-tooth comb looking for something, and suddenly we just found a Kino. Yeah. Was it even there beforehand? No. Here's... I, I'm still stuck on something else. It's like, okay. Yeah. So, when TJ visited uh-huh. the Edenites, mm-hmm. did she go to the afterlife 
and then come back, but then her baby didn't? Like, do you see what I mean? Because they were already dead. Can I tell you what my thought was? Yeah. My thought is exactly what Young thinks. This was the ship. What do you mean? The ship did that? Yeah. Sent I think, her. I think, I don't think the ship sent her anywhere. I think we already know the ship is starting to get to know the people yeah. on board. Um. Oh, like the ship put those moments into her mind. Yes. Okay, okay, the, okay. She was in a coma. Yeah. The ship's like, ah. How do creature, I make this easy for you to creature process? Creature on board is damaged. Yeah. Um, and, and that was, a that was a coma induced ship helped dream that she had. I think that's an option. I think it's also like when Orem died and then didn't. Yeah. Where like the people who've already come before were like, not yet for you. Yeah. Sort of like that. Yeah. yeah that yeah. was my thought. It's more like they were already gone. Mm-hmm. And so the dead versions of them, their yeah. soul versions yep. were like, hey, we'll take the baby. Take care here. You go back. Which is why I was like, my, yeah, my yeah, view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it fits so well with like how we view things. Anyway. Yeah, it makes sense. Mine's yeah. like, science did it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> But and I, I'm not convinced that things like an afterlife and where your soul moves on to aren't science related. Yeah. I just don't think we know it yet. Exactly. Yeah. I any, don't think we can know it. Any sufficiently advanced yeah. technology is indistinguishable it's from like, magic. I don't think I don't think ants will ever understand what it meant for us to send a rocket to the moon. Yeah. No. No. Like we can't ex- no. expect to know exactly. why or how. Um uh, anyway. But yeah, no, TJ is also wrestling with like, yeah. what the fuck did I see then? Yeah. What happened? Just pick one, TJ, and, and don't fucking, yeah. just don't linger on it, honestly, like, because yeah. that doesn't help. No. Yeah. So TJ reports to Young and Ray that Kane and, and everyone else died. Um, sorry, not Kane and everyone else, but reports to Young, Ray, and Kane. That everyone else yep. died in their sleep of exposure, and I'm assuming hypothermia. Yep. That whatever the aliens did to bring them back was only temporary. Yeah, which is why they had the creepy no soulness that creeped everybody else. Mm-hmm. Out. So Ray guesses that they reverted back to the state they were when the aliens found them. Mm-hmm. Um, not sure how much time Kane has left, but it's not much. Young softened a little bit. And is going to let him see the stars one more time. And he invites TJ because he doesn't want to be alone. And they don't really get to see the stars, but the FTL lights. It's almost like these aliens are pretty sophisticated, but they're not so sophisticated that they, they've they figured out how humans quite work. Yeah. It's like a Dr. Frankenstein thing. Yeah. Like they reanimated them, but there's something quite not... They, they're yeah. missing a piece. We, we don't have Ikea instructions. Yes. Yeah. For this part we of the saw- human. We saw... We saw, we found them after they expired. Yeah. And so we've tried to put them back together again. It's a pretty good attempt. Yeah. Yeah. So TJ wonders um, if if the aliens, if they just gave the Edenites one more chance to see all this and say goodbye. Mm-hmm. Kane's like, yeah, but this isn't me. At least not who I was. Yeah. That's actually what Rush was trying to tell him. In his own way. Mm -hmm. And he just didn't know how to grok it until now. That his body is a shadow. 
You know, what's really cool is I just watched the movie Annihilation last night. and I did not realize how connected <laughs> these two are. But yes, the concept is the same. Yeah, that they're just reanimated. It's like it's even less than a hollow one in D&D because even yeah. hollow ones have a soul. Of some sort, yeah. Of some kinds. Like, Kane is realizing that he wasn't brought here by God. Mm -hmm. It was just by beings who can yeah. rebuild a man's body but not rebuild its soul. Mm. And that's what everyone is sensing. Everyone is creeped out. Everyone couldn't stand to be in the room with the rest of us because we were people without souls. Yep. I like it. Yeah. And I think that's the part where it's like, like, because this is when the aliens found them, they didn't realize that they were missing something. It was already too far. Yeah. You'd already, you were beyond the revivify point. You, you were. You used a revivify and it didn't quite do what you needed nope. it to do. Yeah. Um, TJ's like, well, I don't feel that way now. And he's like, yeah, thanks. But this is not the Robert Kane that God made. Yeah. And There's just a little more... If the opportunity to here's why I think I get so sucked into this one as someone who went beyond the veil, if you will, yeah, spent time in a state that wasn't this conscious state, yeah, I spent a lot of my life going, Am I the me uh -huh. that at ten years old yeah. went under, yeah, 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 what came back or yeah. who came back because I'm I'm clearly a me. Yeah. I've made it another <laughs> fucking 30 years. Mm -hmm. But what does that mean? I wonder if like if they could have brought Kane back for longer, a body that sustained itself a little better, would that soul have regrown? Would he have built a new one? Mm -hmm. Can that organic matter, like a little mother dough, was could there have any of it been left to grow a new little loaf of sourdough bread out of? Well, I mean, it goes back to the other, to that same sort of larger existential question that our bodies are essentially the ship of Theseus. Yeah. Like we shed our cells. Yep. I mean, our body is multiplying cells at a stupid amount it's every almost moment. Like these aliens were so close. Like, yeah. they could almost do it, but they can't quite yet. I mean, I, I think someone sort of tried to calculate, and I absolutely don't remember, but mm. our ship re, like replaces oh, yeah. its our cells, cells yeah. at such a rate that our, our bodies are living ships of Theseus. Yeah. So it's that What's entire What's the engine concept. that keeps us going? Exactly. Um. In this case, it was, you know, is it is it missing a piece? It's the same question of, you know, I, I've mentioned this before, the entire concept of transporters in Star Trek. Right. What you know, comes out. In that, it, the closest we've been able to figure out the science behind it mm -hmm. is you are, your body and your consciousness and your soul, Yeah, everything about it is broken up into data, yeah. sent a distance, and then rebuilt on the other side. Yeah. So were your atoms destroyed on one side to be rebuilt on the other? Or the, I wonder if they're not destroyed, just pulled apart enough to get you through. And they know to find each other again. Well, that's that's actually one of the questions because it's not actual real technology. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Because you can't send you can't send anything faster than light. Right. And transporters, by definition, happen faster than the speed of light. Interesting. And so, 
I think they do mention this in Enterprise once or twice, but it's this question of in a transporter in Star Trek, is it technically the same person that gets rebuilt on the other side? Interesting. Yeah. And how much data space you need. I, I again, uh, someone tried to calculate this once, but to the this computer memory it would take to store one person mm-hmm. because you need to have the exact quantum location yeah. of every single cell in your body that has nothing to do with also the entire quantum space to store the your brain your thought yeah. processes which is entirely different it's like, a whole other computer in a computer yeah and it it would actually take more computer space than to record to store every piece of like every written piece of human knowledge yeah. in all of time. I think I have heard this one before. Um, so yeah, it's this really existential question about what technically makes someone someone. Yeah. I don't fucking know. That's why it makes such a great episode. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he asks, she asks Kane after all this time that he still believes and he's mm. like, that's faith. That's what faith is. I got faith, faith of the heart. heart. He believes that his soul has already moved on. Mm. And his soul is looking down even now, marveling at how kind TJ is being to comfort a shadow. Yeah. And he's shivering this whole time because he's suffering from hypothermia. Yep. And he goes, you have to believe with all of your heart that your daughter's in a better place. Yep. And the greatest gift you can give her and to all of us who stayed on that planet and then died is to live your life and fulfill destiny's mission and have faith in each other. I mean, that part's true. The the continuing to exist and live as hard as you can, I think is just part of what makes us so human. Yeah. That's what we can do best. It's just too short. Just do it the best you can. Nike, just do it. <laughs> well, I just <laughs> I think of that comparison of humans and elves versus humans and dogs. Yeah. It's like just do it as hard as you can, as mm-hmm. well as you can, because you have such a limited time here. Yep. Yeah. So Eli watches the Kino footage um that they found on the ship. Oh, yeah. And he's brought others in to watch it too. Uh, it's of Kane mm-hmm. in his last moments. And he goes, if anyone's listening, help us. Yep. Please help us. I don't want to die. And behind him outside the window is a light that grows brighter and brighter. And Kane looks back at it and the white light envelops everything in white. Hmm. And we end there, leaving it up to everyone to decide what the fuck you that meant. You choose your adventure. This was heavy. It's so heavy. It's deep. It's one of the heaviest ones I think universe has had. Yeah. That's kind of cool. It, it is definitely what you want to take into a philosophy class and yeah. then be like, now go. <laughs> and then just kind of let, let the kids talk each other up. Yeah. Big fan. Uh, but I am now like mentally exhausted. Next up, resurgence. <laughs> Next up is our final mid-season finale dang yeah we have 11 episodes left of stargate this is wild of stargate we're gonna do it though we're gonna make it we're Um, doing do it we'll see you guys next week with resurgence 
resurgence. Until then, find us, email us at there's no place like Tara at gmail.com. Patreon.com slash there's no place like Tara. We oh, love you. Big puppy stretch. Oh, before she gets up and starts yelling at us. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.